The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So welcome back. I don't know what your experience has been of thinking about everything that is not you. Everything that is not you, which is everything. But if you're looking at everything that is not you, it encompasses so many things. Material things, sounds, sights, thoughts, memories. All of the things that we experience that we sort of attach to ourselves. So many things. One of the ways I began thinking about it was to see things with the eyes of the small. You know, things that are ours tend to be really big. They're right in front of us, sort of a sense of urgency, my stuff. So I said, suppose I look at things from the small place. I'm a tiny thing, and there's all of these big things out here. And then I began to see how many things are bigger than me. When I start focusing on what else is there when, it, when I'm not the center of the universe, when everything isn't where I'm not the source of everything, when it's not related to me, I start seeing all the conditions of life over which I have absolutely no control. <laughs> not only don't I have control, I don't get to plan them. I don't plan the temperature. I don't plan who else is in the room. I don't plan the weather. I don't plan the thoughts that arise in my head. I don't plan what my husband decides to do when he gets up in the morning or when he goes to bed or when he gets up in the morning. I don't plan on hitting my toe on a a misplaced cardboard box. All of these things are outside of me. They're not me. And they impact me because I react to them. All of the experiences that we have are in reaction to things that are not us. They're outside of us. We aren't actually the architects of our actions so much as we are the scramblers after. <laughs> oh, 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 this is happening, I have to do. And depending on how much we think we are in control of our environment, we get more or less stressed. Somebody told me yesterday, everybody she knows is stressed right now. And I thought, oh, what, what an interesting idea. So I uh, bought a new car on Saturday. And I have to tell you, we weren't even thinking about buying a new car until Wednesday wasn't on the radar. No plans at all. And suddenly we started thinking about, uh, a lot of conditions came together where we said, okay. And on Saturday, I drove away with another car. Now, in between, there was, what are we going to do with the old car? Are we going to trade it in? Are we going to sell it? We have to have, we found a car we wanted. We wanted this car. It had a particular 
VIN number. We want this car. We have to get things done by then. How are we going to pay for it? Where are we going to get the money? Are we going to do it with by loan? We're going to try to take up some cash. Where do we get the money in the right? All of these things we were trying to get put together. And I realized I was becoming quite frantic. We weren't even home at the time. We were in the, up in another part of California. And I said to myself, finally, when I recognized how scattered everything was, you know, we're either going to buy this car or we're not going to buy this car. That's all. (laughs) Nobody's going to die as a consequence of this. There are no horrible consequences of this. Why is this looming to be such a big thing? I'm either going to buy it or I'm not going to buy it. Let things just happen. Continue doing things, yes, facilitating, but it's not the end of the world. I don't have to become embroiled in it. I don't have to make this me. (laughs) Buying a car doesn't have to be me. It doesn't have to involve everything about existence. It will happen or it won't happen. So, Everything came together, and we drove off with the car. And then it was, oh, I miss my old car. I loved my old car. Everything about my old car. This one doesn't have that. This, oh, I don't know about this. And then it was all comparing about, I was dragging my old car along with me with this new car. All the memories of the old car, all the things I liked about the old car. The old car was sitting right in the front seat with me. And then I thought, you know, you are not the old car. Suppose the old car wasn't sitting in the front seat with you. How would you be experiencing the new car? So I said, okay, the old car didn't exist. Now. And it was like, all of a sudden, I could experience the new car just as a car, just as itself. Oh, look, I like this thing. Oh, look, it does this. It was a fresh moment because I wasn't dragging all of the stuff about the old memories of that stuff connected to me into the moment, trying to make it compare it with this moment. We do that with everything, it's a natural human tendency to carry with us all the stuff we have touched. The memories, the thoughts, the experiences. And the letting go that we're so fond of talking about really isn't an act so much of letting go of the old car, for example, as it is recognizing that I don't have to identify with it. I don't have to be everything I was before. And if I let go of that part, then I can experience just what's happening here. I don't have to be the person who liked this, wanted that, enjoyed this, didn't like that. 
has to hold this belief, doesn't hold that belief. I can just be here. I don't have to be consistent with who I was yesterday. I let go of the need to be all of the things that have impacted me. I don't have to carry them. I can lay them down. They're not me. Everything, everything is not you. We, we all have things that characterize us, that we believe characterize us, right? You know, I have, this, uh, I have this thing that I like to think of myself as a change agent because I'm often involved in change. And so what I notice is a tendency, if somebody comes up with something new, I'm right there. And then I have to ask myself, is this really a good idea? Is this the place to be a change agent? And what's that about anyway? But we carry these ideas about who we are and how we are in the world, and we make them us. We carry along responsibility for what has happened. Oh, this is because I'm not managing my time well, or I'm not doing that right, or I should be taking care of that. Or if there's chaos in my life, I must take care of it. Instead of just saying, oh, there's chaos here. Look at that. It's not my chaos, it's just chaos. I'll either buy the car or I won't buy the car. It's only when I make it about how good I am at doing this that it becomes a problem. I have to get it done by then because if I don't, somehow I've failed. No. (laughs) Most of the conditions in your life you have no control over. You have no control over. Now you can either see that as hopeless or you can see that as a great blessing. When you see it, You can say, oh, wow, look at me standing here in the midst of all of this stuff that is not me. These thoughts, these ideas, these happenings, these people, all of these conditions, the conditions of life. Not our plan, not our control, not us. Not us. So I have a new favorite poem that fits this. It's a poem by Jane Hirschfeld in her latest book called The Asking. It's called Tin. I studied much and remembered little, but the world is generous. They kept offering figs and cheeses. Never mind that soon I'll have to give it all back. The world, the figs. To be a train station of existence is no small matter. It doesn't need to be Grand Central or Idarpa Pasa Station. The engine shed could be low, windowed with coal dust, under a slat-slingled roof. It could be tin. Another mystery bandaged with rivets and rubies, leaking cold and heat in both directions, 
as the earth does. To be a train station of existence is no small matter. Think of yourself as a train station of existence. No small matter. You don't become the train, you don't become the people in the train station. But you are the place where your life is happening. It is a process. Don't load it up with everything else. So those are my thoughts this morning. Thank you. So we have a couple of minutes, and I think I'm going to turn this over to Bhupal. Thank you. <laughs> 